0: Welcome to The Mic Is On, episode 31. And as you have seen, this episode is called Observations and a Paw Patrol Review with Alicia and Alina. More about that in a second. Well, happy to be back. And the observations are all about something that... Me and many people are happy to be back too, and that is actual school at a school. So a little bit of background if you're new to the podcast. I am a high school physical education teacher at Northgate High School in Walnut Creek, California. And of course, last year, we were at home on distance learning because, you know, there's a pandemic going on. Going through last year was difficult for everybody in all facets of life. And in the education realm, it was difficult for students, teachers, parents, everybody involved. And those of us who were doing distance learning the entire year, which many of us in the state of California were, it was not an easy situation. And in certain subjects, I'll use mine. I teach team sports. Well, we weren't able to do any of our normal curriculum during last school year. So as I've mentioned a couple times before, my classes, we did DDP yoga throughout the year, even though we only met twice a week because of the block scheduling that we had during distance learning. But all that, of course, is just precursor to the fact that we were actually going back to school this year in person. And of course, California, every student is masked inside and then outside is optional, which also makes it great for PE classes. So I wanted to give you my observations on the first couple weeks of school. We've been in school since August the 12th. I know some of the others of you either have just started school or have family members that are in school or children that are in school. Maybe you even have parents that are teachers. And everyone's going to have their own different experience, of course, this year. But I'm just going to give you observations from the high school perspective, because those are the students that I'm seeing on an everyday basis. So what have the first two weeks been like? Well, a lot of time was spent talking about the different classes that, you know, number one, at most schools this year, high schools literally half the school has never gone to high school before this year because not only are freshmen new, but sophomores are also new because they didn't get to go through a normal freshman year. And this is happening all over the place. So I think a lot of us were focusing on that and focusing on the senior class because how great is it for them that they actually are going to get to go through a, what looks like an entire school year. You know, whereas the last two years, you know, the class of 2020 went up to school through March 13th and then it was abruptly ended. And then, you know, the class of 2021, last year's high school seniors, I mean, nothing was the norm, right? And they don't get that back. So this year's class, class of 2022, I mean, they're going to get a year at school and of course there's differences we're in masks there's you know all kinds of things have happened to change schooling and the world in the last year and a half but they're going to get a normal senior year but the class i think over the first couple of weeks that i have seen the most interesting actions from would be the sophomore class and i do teach mostly sophomores but here is why. Freshmen are always going to be freshmen, right? They're new to high school, ninth graders are ninth graders. Now, of course, these these freshmen didn't have an eighth grade on campus, but it's okay. They're showing up new as freshmen. So they're kind of getting that, they're getting the freshman experience. Um, they, They just missed eighth grade, but it's the sophomore classes. The sophomore classes at all these high schools Missed the end of their eighth grade year, didn't have a normal freshman year, and are showing up this year as sophomores. They didn't go through the freshman experience, and they're still young, and they haven't been on campus, so they're brand new. But yet, they're older than the freshmen, they're considered different than the freshmen, but in their mind, they are still like freshmen, many of them. Now, where does this come into play? Well, in the social aspect, for sure, right? All of you that have gone to high school, think back to the high schools you went to. When you walk in as a freshman, it's really the first time you've ever seen older people in school. You know, I still can vividly remember my freshman experience seeing seniors that looked old, right? facial hair all over the place. They just looked like adults. And even though there was only 3 years in between us, it's a different world. Well, these sophomores didn't get to start last year by seeing that. So they didn't have that experience of being around, you know, juniors and seniors and sophomores at that time to know what it's like. So imagine the weirdness of being a sophomore coming to school now Yeah, you're seeing juniors and seniors, but you didn't have that time to get used to it. So that's where your similarity to freshmen comes in. And the sophomores missed out on that completely. So I think early on, I have seen a lot of, I don't know, apprehension is not the right word, just things that I wouldn't normally see from sophomores at the beginning of a normal school year, right? I mean, of course, there's always going to be those that are immature. That's just a normal thing. But to have that newness, right? I forget or I have to remind myself each day, everything for them is new. It's all new. And they're not freshmen, but it's still all new. The other observations, for those of you wondering out there, mask wearing, you know, the classes that don't have as much of a problem with it generally are the juniors and seniors. And here is a reason why the juniors and seniors were in school as freshmen and sophomores. They know what it was like to be in school in a normal basis. They know what it was like to be out of school the last year and a half. So they get it right. This senior class, if anyone should ever get it, it should be them because the two classes preceding them didn't get a full school year. and. I believe uh, in in teens. Right. They see they, they want to be in school. They want to have those high school experiences. So they're going to do whatever it takes to get that. And none of us want to go back to distance learning. None, none of us want to go back to where we have to do Zoom classes all the time. So, you know, at, at our school, it's a school of sixteen hundred. It's been pretty good. Yeah, of course, not everyone's perfect. Some people still can't figure out that masks go over your nose. Students, some of them, and adults, some of them too. Not at the school, but, you know, in in everyday life. Uh, you know, freshmen sometimes have a hard time figuring out anything. But yeah, the, the juniors and seniors have, have done a pretty good job so far. And I don't expect it to change because literally none of us want to go back to where we were at. Last school year. Another observation I had is something I've talked about in multiple episodes. Two or three different guests have asked me a question about returning to school and life during the pandemic. And I, I definitely think that for me and for all of us, right, the the last year and a half brought changes for everyone. And it wasn't just here in my life or in the state of California or in this country, it was around the whole world right? I think sometimes we forget about that. Like this has happened everywhere, not just in California, not just in the United States, but around the whole world. So during the pandemic, while we weren't able to be in school, and that was a bummer, and many, many people were started working from home and some are still working from home. One of the things that I knew was going to change as we went back to school this year Was just that schedule, right? In a school year, I normally don't see our daughters very much at all during the week. At all. And I know many of you are the same, whether whatever jobs you're doing. But I want to see our children, right? And, And during the school year, you know, that is not normally happening very much. I leave, you know, very early in the morning, I get back in the evening. They're were eating, taking baths, putting them to bed. not not a lot of opportunity to see them. Well, the one thing that changed in the pandemic was that chance to be around them on an everyday basis all the time. Now luckily for them, they go to a very small school, so they were able to be actually in school last year from October on. But once the, the pandemic started, I mean, they were ages six and four, no, sorry, seven and four when the pandemic started and they're now nine and six, but for the last year and a half, essentially I got to be around them all day, every day. Now, of course, yeah, when they were in school and I was online, I wasn't seeing them, but every morning I was with them when they'd wake up, I'd help the little one. Get lotioned up and dressed. I'd get breakfast for all of everybody, make shakes for my wife, make lunches for them, send them off to their school while I got ready for my school. It was just a normal thing. They'd get home in the late afternoon, early evening. We'd have dinner ready, whatever we we're doing that night for supper. So it was just such a different life. I, I was such a homemaker, right? Because I was at home and I was the only one who was always staying at home. And so I knew when the pandemic not ended, but when we were going back to school that that was going to be a weird thing to get used to. And I will never take for granted that opportunity I had over that last year and a half to spend times that I never would have had the opportunity to spend, right? I get it. There's a lot of horrible things that have happened. But we have to take positives and for me that was a humongous positive, and I will never forget it because from the ages of four and six, right before they were turning, sorry, four and seven, right before they were turning five and eight, from that point on, I was with them, you know, till two weeks ago. For me, the biggest thing getting used to, you know, besides back going back to school was Walking into our youngest daughter's room, and there's this uh, like little purple step, and I would sit on that every morning, and then get the lotion and lotion her up and get her dressed. And I think it was last weekend. I went in there, I saw the step, and just seeing it gave me so many memories and and feelings. Because I was like, man, it's never going to be like that again. You know, I know it's been a whirlwind, but. Literally, it's never going to be like that again. So, I am so thankful for those moments, even in all the crushing tragedies that have happened to so many. You know, it brought those opportunities to spend with family where normally that never would have happened. Now, those were the observations. But of course, I was talking about our daughters. Now, let me give you a little background here. So, Alicia, our oldest, who was nine, was on. One of the episodes uh, a few it was on a few episodes ago, interviewing her, talking to her about different things. Well, I wanted to have both of them on, but you need to understand our six-year-old who acts like she is 18, which is an age I'm used to dealing with, just not when they're six, but she has always said like, I don't want to come on. No, daddy. And she gives like a thumbs down whenever I ask her, hey, you want to talk to me oh, for the podcast? I'll talk to you a little bit. But I said, I think I know how to get her to talk because she talks all the time. And as you may be aware, Paw Patrol is big in many children's lives. And Paw Patrol is a big player on the On family as well. And of course, there is a Paw Patrol movie that just came out and we watched it. And so now it's time to get the Paw Patrol movie review from our daughters, Alicia and Alina. Now we recorded this, uh, what, four nights ago, Tuesday night. As I played it back, started editing it, you're going to hear my voice sounds like I was yelling a whole bunch at school, which I really wasn't yelling a whole bunch, but, you know, just takes a little bit of getting used to back in the swing of things, playing pickleball each and every day up at the tennis courts, which I know some of you are jealous that you're not getting to be playing pickleball every single day. But anyway, so my voice sounds a little grovely on here, but we got to hear from Alicia and Alina. And if you haven't seen the Paw Patrol movie, well, hey, what better than a nine and a six-year-old to give you a little small review of it and let you know why you should see it. So going to play that now. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you're all doing well. Any of you that have started school or. Going back to it, I hope you're having a good time. It is awesome to see students every day. And now let's get to it. A little on girls review of the Paw Patrol movie. As some of you may be aware, this past weekend on August 20th, there was a huge, huge deal that happened in the world of children. And maybe some of the adults as well. And that was the debut, the premiere of the Paw Patrol movie. That's right. And so in order to talk about this, I had to ask two people who legitimately were waiting the entire summer for this moment. And that is Alicia and Alina on. Now, Alicia, you may have heard before. She has been on an episode making her debut, and this one is also Alina, the six-year-old. So first, how long had you guys been looking forward to the Paw Patrol movie? When did we first hear about this?
1: Well, Ariana, um, I forgot what day it was, but it's been a while. She first, she told me, um, a Paw Patrol movie would be coming out. She showed me the trailer and watched it over and over, cause there was this funny part <laughs> that was really funny.
0: And then what was the Paw? When did we find out what the what was the Paw Patrol movie going to be shown on? Because we didn't know first, right, Alina? Do you remember this? Like, we found out that we were going to be able to watch it where
2: on Netflix. And then you said um it changed to Paramount Plus
0: paramount plus which we did not have at that time but then alina you were kind enough to remind me maybe once a day maybe twice a day every day every day that i needed to get paramount (laughs) plus for the family uh and i had to make sure we did that right so we got paramount plus and then of course the movie debuted on august 20th and it's hard because our girls have never actually been to a movie theater yet, so we haven't actually seen a movie in a theater, so they aren't used to a premiere. But how many times do we think we have seen the movie so far? Alina, how many times have you watched it?
2: I think five times. Five times? So I'm counting the time that grandma came over and the two times, and then the time you what you really oh, watched watch it time. five what times. times
0: four or five yes now mind you when we are uh, talking about this it's only Tuesday the movie came out Friday and we didn't see it at all until Saturday night so Saturday night we had grandma over here and we watched it all together was it a hit what did we think about the movie what did you think about it Alicia
1: it was really good and um there's this really funny part um that I like a lot it's super funny.
0: Well, what part is that?
1: When Marshall Rebel Chase Walk, Rocky Suma Sky and Ryder um are on their way to to the Center Square in Adventure City, Ryder's saying, Paw Patrol is on Are You Kidding Me? Cause there's this big traffic jam. And Rocky's like, Green means go! Green means go. Then Marshall was right beside him. He's like, Green still means go, right?
0: That was a funny part. That was a funny part because they were stuck in traffic. So if you're not familiar with Paw Patrol, you you better start watching it at some point. But these girls in our family are definitely familiar with it. So, Alina, what, what did you think about the movie? Do you like it? Obviously, you don't hate it because you've watched it. Oh, sorry. Obviously, you don't dislike it because you've watched it four times already. But what did you think about the movie?
2: Um, mostly my, the funny part was what Alicia said, and this part, when, um, there's three parts I really like, okay, so the first one is this one, so, um, Liberty, she had a wagon and she was living in Adventure City, she was a dog, or a pup, I don't know, because they get me
1: confused,
2: and, um, when she was watching all the pups go out, Ryder, he drew out, and then he was like, uh, you know, I forgot what he said, and then, um, and then, Lemon and Jero like, my, oh, yeah, I have an old wagon, and that goes eat you really you don't have to rub it in. and then there's where a motorcycle um comes up to so, like let bring cool, bring cool. then she then she just runs and um uh, runs like everywhere and then um she stands up kind of then she just falls down
0: well, look that's great great details and there.
2: Oh. um one rider. He was um. He was talking. <laughs> he was and then um, his I don't know if it's a phone or a pop pad. Um, and he was like, "Oh, that's so embarrassing." Because he was um, "Oh, that is so embarrassing." Because he was just talking. And then he was like, "Oh, that's so embarrassing." I got. I put this thing on silence. <laughs>
0: Well, look, that's good job, Lena Jean. So you watched the movie multiple times. We watched it together on Saturday night. And then I know both of you were watching it on Sunday multiple times. So you've explained your favorite parts. But Alicia, give us the story of Liberty, because people who are familiar with Paw Patrol, they don't know the name Liberty because Liberty is one of the new characters in this movie.
1: So Liberty? Well, she's really funny, and if I had to, like, put the funniest out in order in the movie, because, like, some of them, like, they're usually not funny, but in the movie, they're, like, way more funnier. Usually Marshall's first, but this time it's Liberty, Marshall, uh, in the sky, because there's this part she's really funny in. And Liberty, um, she's a really cute and funny dog. In Adventure City, she sleeps under a newspaper, and instead of having a mirror, she has a puddle, and she can tell if she um if her ears are flopped to one side.
0: Yeah, so and she and during the movie she is, you know, attempting to kind of become one of the Paw Patrol, right?
1: Yeah, she is really funny. She's like Liberty, we're pointing for a duty. Then she's like um, not actually that, because she knew she wasn't a, she wasn't officially one,
0: right? Of them. and then of course my favorite is Rebel, Rebel, and you know Rebel in the trailer has a very funny part, which is also in the movie where Rebel is actually singing and and does a a, a sound or a voice, but it was a very funny movie. It got two thumbs up from everybody, right, Alina? What did you think?
2: It was good. In that part, was when um he he writer was showing them new headquarters. And he showed them um the puppy part, and then Robo was the last one. And he was oh
0: <laughs> yes, he was singing.
2: <laughs> and um, in another part, there was um another of my favorite which was when chase was stuck in um disobedience school but now it's not because we're like helpers took over it and when um i'm right back them and then um rubble just started smashing the wall down
0: yes and mayor humdinger Mayor Humdinger plays a big part in this movie, right? He's all over the place, and and funny things keep happening to him, right?
2: Yes, a really embarrassing ones.
0: <laughs> so I just wanted to bring you guys on to make sure you were able to give the kids' eye view of Paw Patrol, the movie. And not only from a nine-year-old and a six-year-old, but we all thought it was a great time out. So we would encourage people, right, to watch this movie if they haven't watched it already. And Alina, do you encourage people to watch it as well? Okay, Alina? they can't—they can't see your thumb when you're. Uh, Alina likes to give a thumbs up, thumbs down. Now she has a thumb in the middle. You've watched the movie four times in three days. All right. Well, listen, on girls, thank you for coming out here. Uh, is there are there any closing words you'd like to say, Alina? Yes. Well, that's Alicia. Alicia, any closing words? What do we have?
2: Oh, oh, oh! <laughs>
0: All right. That's Elise's closing words. Alina, anything from you? Alina is shaking her head no. Listen, we are. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you were able to make it. Alina was not too sure about this to begin with. Right, Alina? You've been giving me the snub for months. But uh, we came on tonight to talk about the Paw Patrol. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And many more times of watching the Paw Patrol. <laughs> All right that is going to do it for this short episode number 31 of the mic is on observations and a paw patrol review with alicia and alina yes alicia nine alina six and the paw patrol is on a roll my friends is on a roll now if you are looking to get in touch with the podcast here and you know questions anything to say any ideas whatever you want to share i really appreciate reading those of you who have written about you know how you started listening what your favorite episodes are who who you feel has made an impact as far as listening to them being interviewed so keep that coming the email address is The mic is on at gmail.com. That's the M I C is a H N at gmail.com on Instagram. Oni B P E A H N I E B P E. And of course, if you want to watch the Paw Patrol movie, Paramount plus is where it's at Paramount plus. I heard about it every day as you heard. So you can check it out there or in theaters. Uh, but I definitely suggested if you've never seen that series, it, it really is good. And if you're an animal lover, how could you not want to see Paw Patrol and the actual movie? So thanks to all of you for listening. We have many more things coming up very soon in the near future. So stay tuned. Have a great day. And we will see you later.